the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yes, indeedy it is. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, the final show of the week. Ooh, but we're going to still keep, we're, we're not phoning this one in, no. We're actually, it doesn't even matter if we're at the end of the week or how tired we are. We are always energized to share this time with you guys out here to give you the latest and the greatest of what's happening. Fridays are, are one of our best days of the week because we get uh, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. We're going to share with you guys later. We've got, of course, our buddy and friend of the show, education contributor Bob Walters, who was ahead of it. Everybody's talking education right now. And Bob Walters is, and the rest of us here in the AK show are like, well, where, where's everybody else been? Bob continues to be ahead of all the important information there. So you're going to definitely want to stay tuned for him. Um, we will try to squeeze some calls in. If you want to give us a shout, 888-344-1170. If you want to tell us who your hero or stink of the week is, let me know. Did you guys catch any of the America First rally that was happening down at the Villages in Florida? If you did, I heard a little bit before I had to come into the studio. And, of course, they weren't airing it on any uh, local radio here on my way in. Um, just whatever's on your mind. Give us a shout. 888-344-1170. You can also give us a looky because we are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. And I always read those comments, even if it doesn't seem as though I'm checking in on y'all and what y'all are saying on there. I am. So keep those comments rolling there. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and Instagram on Andrea K. Show. And got to bring in my man here. I got two men that are helping me tonight on the show. You know, I, 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 it's raining men, right? Isn't that the song? Um, one is a no name. So we're in the process of getting you a name on that one. I can't introduce him yet because he's nameless right now. So, um, but of course our, our dude every night of the week who's here is the infamous name of DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. Yesterday I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, don't worry, Andrea, because we're watering the garden as we speak, mm-hmm. and a vegetable will uh, will emerge in in the end to uh, turn into a full fledged producer DJ. It'll be amazing. Well, we're, we'll see if we're ready to to pluck him up and serve him up, or whether or not he's going to be a weed. So we'll see uh, what happens with, with the garden. Can you tell I'm not a gardener because <laughs> I don't have I don't no really, green thumb, Andrea. I, no, not at all, child. I got I got to have succulents at home or artificial plantery because I'm not one to work. A garden I, I i'm that's the that's the one thing that i am not like scarlet o'hara right i don't Never i don't give work you a garden. bonsai tree noted thank you i would i would rip the curtains down
down and make a dress out of it so I could look good. That I, I can relate to with Scarlett. But getting out of work in the field, getting my hands dirty, never. Can you okay. tell it's Friday? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? It's actually a good segue because Fridays we have a jobs report, right? We do. And speaking of getting your hands dirty, um, we had the... We had the <laughs> <laughs> we had the mouthpieces for the Biden administration. We had them predicting a million new jobs, right? Because uh, because it's always every every meal's a banquet, every day's a parade, right? In the new Biden administration, so they predicted a million new jobs. Guess what we got? Two hundred sixty six thousand new jobs. That's it. And if you watch the sad, it, the mourning that went on, M O U R N I N G. Over on CNN this morning when they had to announce these numbers, they were like, let's whip it out, right? Let's, let's share everybody the phenomenal jobs report. And then they had to speak the truth, which is that unemployment rose in addition to not uh, having a million new jobs like they predicted. They also predicted that the unemployment rate would fall. Well, no, to give them credit, they said they said that there would be 978,000 jobs, not a million. So they didn't fall short from a million, just from 978,000 skins. Um, there are still right now, there's a debate going on as to why there's still, why unemployment rose and why there's still so many people unemployed. We talked a little bit about this last night we with did. Chef Andrew Girl, right? Um, well, some people are saying it, that they're with all this unemployment and all the stimulus checks going out that it's making it hard for them to hire people. Um, and that is a factor with the jobs that are left. But I, but I think what's getting buried is the fact that there are over 8 million fewer jobs available in this country. Nobody wants to talk about the Biden administration really anywhere else. The fact that the, the, that not only are we paying people to stay home and be lazy, right? Um, but we also have destroyed Job creation in this country. We've destroyed businesses. What, what was the number, Andrew? 20% of all restaurants across the country are closed for good. I was just going to say, you, you mentioned it. That you do not hear one iota of the Biden administration mentioning these facts. Right. Not only that, but not only did the job numbers, the uh, new jobs fall way short. We actually, most of those jobs that were created... Um, were uh, with restaurant and, and leisure and hospitality. We lost... 20,000 manufacturing jobs. Right. So that's, that's, is a, is a point that I'm not hearing about either. Because what do you need? And, and, and a lot of this too, some of this doesn't even have to do, um, ha, it has to do with coronavirus, of course, you know, the destruction of industries across the country. Sure um, so we have a lot fewer jobs uh, uh, available, but we, and we also have people that are being paid to stay home. Um, but we also have unsure times where Biden is bragging about increase in taxation that is going to add pain and injury to already struggling small businesses. And a small business, by the way, is any business, I think they, they often change it is 500 and below employees. So, so those are your those are your job creators, right? And when and when you, you let me educate it, let me say it this way: one of the reasons why Trump had such a phenomenal economic growth, highest unemployment, highest employment rate, um, uh, highest employment rate for African Americans and other minorities, was because he eased taxation, he eased regulation, he made it he made it possible for businesses to add jobs, he made it possible for them to invest in R and D. Um, so you, you've got that factor too. You've also got the fact of when it comes to manufacturing, if you've got people sitting at home 
and they're not working and they're happy to, to only eke by with what little bit the government gives them, then what does that do to the manufacturing sector? There's less demand for products and services as well. And when there's less demand, they're not going to be hiring people and investing R&D to push out supply. So it's a perfect storm of you destroy all these industries for a while. Uh, you pay people to stay at home. You now you now you threaten taxation and regulation. And here we are. Um, before I take a break and bring in Bob, we're going to go to the phones. Nathan from San Diego. He's online. He has a hero of the week. Good, because I'm always struggling to find heroes. Hey, Nathan. Hey, how you doing? Good. How What's up? I'm good. Also, you know, I, I was listening to what you were saying, but, you know, some of my heroes are the, I'm a plumber, and uh, the guys at the supply house, they just always uplift my day. All right. With that, do you ever go to Sunshine Supply? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, they used to I love know. my they used to love my dog when when uh people <laughs> anyway, long story. Go on. Oh, that's funny cuz uh, on the on some of these supply houses there pictures on Yelp have my dog who just passed away not too long ago, but he used to be my little buddy, but Aww. um you know, during the Trump administration, my my business thrived. And um it seems like the millennials now you know, they're not going to want to turn wrenches. Nope. Um, they don't want to go, you know, plumbing. They don't want to do electrical. They don't want to do anything except get on their phone. And yep. it's going to be a rude awakening. But, you know. But my, here's the thing, girl- though, Nathan. Here's the thing. And, and it's interesting because Bob Walters is coming up. And when he first started getting involved in, in trying to turn around our education system, it was because he wanted to return uh, shop class and, and trade yeah. classes back to the schools. Right. And yeah. uh, because we because the left decided to shove everybody in high school towards colleges coming out with these worthless degrees like gender studies. You can't get a paycheck. Yeah. You know, uh, meanwhile, man, you plumbers. Y'all make bank, right? You're so in demand. I mean, if you've ever needed a plumber on a weekend, man, you know, it's like trying to get, it's like trying to find an A-lister out of Hollywood to show up in an event, yeah. right? Right. Yes. So I mean, that's why, you know, some of us work seven days a week. And then and you, earn, and then you earn it. Then you charge that, you charge that good weekend rate, right? Um. Sometimes it just depends. Well, I would if I was you. (laughs) You know, if it's late, late or if it's on a Sunday, but, you know, not all of us gouge people. But, you know, supplies have actually recently tripled. Copper, brass has tripled because of this whole debacle. But. Yeah, I'm hearing. I, I was. I heard that lumber has gone up. Like I don't know how many thousands of percent or, or hundreds of percent. What the number is? I mean, it went. I saw a, a screenshot the other day. Somebody said in two twenty twenty, it was for X amount of lumber. It was four hundred dollars. Now it's like four thousand or something like that. And I asked why. What's behind this? And I'm hearing different things. I'm hearing everything from well, the supplies and materials were increasing in cost before the Biden administration. I'm hearing Suez Canal. Um, I'm hearing a variety of different excuses, and I think I think it can be you know there's a variety of different reasons. But clearly, the cost of everything is going up in the country right now, uh, from food to toiletries, everything and. 
And because you cannot, to simplify the answer, you cannot continue to borrow and borrow and borrow and borrow and blow up spending and destroy industries and destroy manufacturing. I mean, you know, there's there's um, there's a a cost that ends up being paid for that somehow, some way. Who's your hero? Well, my hero was Trump, but he's he's come. But my my hero of the week is is my buddy Mike, who works at Hirsch Pipe over in San Marcos, California. I'm calling out of Escondido, California. It's pretty much the same area over here in North County, San Diego. But um, why is he your hero? Before we got a wrap, why is he your hero, Nathan? What uh, my friend Mike? Yeah, why is he your hero of the week? He's because he's such a positive guy. He, I mean, I go in there and he says, you know what, you'll, you'll get your business back. You know, you'll, you'll, you know, you'll regain what you've lost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they put a smile on my face. They try to get me to, to laugh when I go in there going, Oh boy, I gotta, you know, I, I got all these stresses that, have, that this, this lockdown has put on us. And, um, just, um, inflation and, yeah. um, you know, I went through a divorce. Aww. I lost, I lost my dog about two or three months ago. That's, that's, he was a golden retreat. Yeah, that's so hard. Losing a fur baby is just so hard. You've been through a yeah. lot, Nathan, and you know, God bless you for hanging in there and you know continuing to just head down, legs grinding, right? You know, to keep pushing forward. And, you know, I appreciate you and what you do. I don't think we're thankful enough to the people out there that just keep going out there. You're such people like you, Nathan, are such contributors to our society. This past year, it's been all about we got to thank the healthcare workers. And I got nieces and my family work in COVID wards. I get that. But, you know, to me, the hard hats and the people, just everybody who gets up every day, doesn't sit home living off the dole, gets up every day and goes out to work an honest day just means so much to me especially the small business owner which you are you're a small business owner that's what it that's what you do and that's the lifeblood of our economy and i just thank you so much quick question for you for you from uh, dj potato skins trump or desantis in 24 trump good answer all right my friend nathan thank you for calling in god bless you have a great evening and thanks for taking my call of course nathan take good care All right, now, uh, perfect segue to bring in Bob Walters in the education segment. We might even pick his brain a little bit on the trades uh, topic that Nathan raised. So y'all don't go away. And if you want to call in, 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter. At Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook. And like her fan page, at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Perfect caller we had at the open of the of the show, Nathan, who's a plumber, and he was uh, sharing the challenges in his industry, and we're just going to keep praying over Nathan and others out there that are hard workers. And I said at the break, I said this uh, to Nathan, I said, uh, that's uh, before we went to break, it's a perfect segue for Bob Walters, who started getting involved. One of the things as he was getting involved in turning around our schools um, was to return shop and trade classes back uh, to our schools. And Bob Walters joins me now for his Friday education segment, author of the book, Facing Reality and American Education. Hello, dear friend. 
Hello, good to be here. Before we get into your topics um, for this week, um, yeah, we had this young man on who's a plumber, and he's you know it's been tough to kind of keep things going over COVID. And one of the things he said was he he was talking about how people don't want to you turn a wrench anymore. And I said I, rem- I I told him about you and how you you've led a movement to try to get. Uh, shop classes and trade school classes back in. Um, we still need that, don't we? You really do. In fact, you, you, you hear the president bragging that he's going to have thousands of new jobs doing construction work and, and basic improvements in highway and, and other features. And yet the education for plumbers, uh, carpenters, uh, uh, metal workers isn't there. I mean, they, they pull it out of the schools. I mean, he doesn't seem to recognize that at all, which is a shame. Of course, that was my big battle a couple of years ago, but now you've got such radical things going on, I've kind of shifted my attention to stopping these latest developments, which is outrageous, going well, on with sex education and everything. Well, yeah, yeah because, and you had to shift because now it's, it, it's much more of a crisis uh, in terms of it's it's no longer about just trying to help kids have options to avoid $250,000 in school debt. Now it's about saving America, really, as schools have become indoctrination centers to transform us from a constitutional republic to one that's Marxist. So what do you have for us this week? Well, of course, I saw the seeds of this a few years ago, but it's really bloomed into the field right now. But parents in Dallas, area school in Carroll, Texas, got a big push from angered parents. And two candidates who are battling against the critical race theory and some of the other radical stuff going on won the election on the school board by a landslide. 69% of the votes they got. And they're supporting shop classes and and the return of the basic education and eliminating critical race theory, which, of course, is outrageous. Well, good news. Yeah, it is. Another good news is um, the Tennessee legislature bans critical race theory in all its schools and also prohibits teaching students that any race or sex is superior to another and forbids teachers from instructing students that America is inherently racist and bans the teaching that the U.S. government should be violently overthrown. <laughs> well, you know what? Can we pause for a moment to think that that should we have to have any state legislature pass legislation in the United States of America to stop teaching that one skin color is superior to another right now. I mean, critical race theory is racism. It is systemic racism. You don't have to, you don't have to Google and research all the ins and outs. Let me let Bob and I narrow it down for you. What critical race theory teaches is white people bad. That's what it's about. And that's what's being taught across this country. And they're doing it in a variety of different ways, saying it in different ways and making some schools, making white kids stand up and apologize for being white. Um, it's horrible. It's horrific. And it needs to be banned across the country. And you can't get it from the national government right now because it's run by the Democrats. Exactly. But a lot of these states are Republican, and that's where we're making some real progress. Good. And then you know what can happen if the other states don't follow through with it, then you know what? Maybe people will, you know, uh, vote with their feet and leave just like California. I think we found out today they've lost 200,000 people. Huge move. I agree. Now, there's a new book out that's quite good, and I recommend people read it and get a copy of it. It's called Debunking the 1619 Project, written by Mary Graybar. She exposes a plan that skew American history. 1619 attempts to cast the Atlantic slave trade as the dominant factor in the founding of America. 
hard to believe. Liberals say that the American Revolution was fought to preserve the institution of slavery rather than seeking independence from Britain. Good grief. <laughs> uh, wow. So, it's just hard to believe. But so the book, book is, the book it is. It really gets into it. It's called Debunking the 1619 Project. Debunking. Which is what is being spread throughout the schools right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else you got? Well, college crazies. Oh, good. Let's get right into it. College crazy. <laughs> this is where this is where it gets into comedy hour. Oh yeah. Well, Albion College in Michigan was the latest victim of a fake hate crime. Racist graffiti was found, which called for violence and referring to the KKK as a loving institution. Called for the murder of black students and announcing plants that White Lives Matter rally was forthcoming. The demonstrations then erupted on the campus and people and students were screaming and yelling. They wanted more black professors hired and they wanted uh, other uh, advantages to be carried out. It turns out that it was a 21-year-old black male student who was a perpetrator. Uh-huh. The school caught him, announced the culprit had been found, and that uh, the demonstrations could now end. They didn't mention he was black. Uh, of course not. <laughs> of course not. They don't want. They don't want the. They buried the lead there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sad. It's like it's like the attacks on the Asians, which is overwhelmingly done by blacks. Right. And that's unfortunate, and I don't quite understand why. But that factor is just never mentioned by the main media ever. Right. Well, it's just like the Black Lives Matter movement that's going around, continuing to perpetrate the lie all day, every day, including Michelle Obama today. Well, Black Lives Matter, they have to take the streets. They're on the streets because they have to. The reality <laughs> is, is far more white people. This is just fact and truth. Uh, far more white people are killed every year by cops than then uh, black people are killed by cops that's just that's just stats that's just numbers and the numbers don't lie but they but they but they you know the the truth and the facts um don't support their narrative so they gotta lie no i agree and you got a professor at cypress college here in california he took a leave of absence after uh, the woman after she was seen interrupting a student who was referring to police as heroes and prevented him from responding to her criticism during a recorded unclass uh, online class session and uh, the student was Brandon Ellis age 19 but uh, anyway the teacher's gone the professor but it just tells you the, the the intolerance of anybody who disagrees with what the tolerant people are preaching so right and you know was this was a 19 year old did you say he was 19 yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know it's like this is the age when you're in college especially in in any time like well, i was a poli sci major for a few years before i switched to business and you know this is what you're supposed to be encouraging people to you know college students to be thinking and you're supposed to provoke thought not tell them what to you know not have them sit there silent you know like there's some kind of i don't uh, um you know drill instructor you know know shouting at you you know like from the movie an officer and a gentleman that's the kind of crap that's happening i think that's the video that i saw yeah this is a lot of students have told me they're afraid to speak up their opinion because they're afraid they get downgraded or expelled from school or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. might happen yeah they got the department of education has released a new rule to address systemic racism marginalization biases and discriminatory policy and practice in American history. Money will now be allocated to train teachers in the new history and use federal money to push critical race theory in all schools at the personal direction of our president Biden. Mm. 
Yeah. And it's an outrageous procedure, and they've got $80 million for this next six months to get teachers trained to expand it to all the schools in the United States. So parents, be aware it's coming if it's not in your school already. Well, you know... <laughs> And well, which schools are open? I mean, where are they going to do? Are they going to do this via Zoom? You know, I'm sitting here thinking we haven't even taught kids. They're still terrorizing kids every day by forcing them to wear masks. Right. I mean, we've got children being literally tortured. We've got child abuse going on. And these are the kids that are inside. We're not even talking about the kids that have to be out on a playground in the heat and humidity, wearing masks, struggling to breathe. Or this this girl who collapsed at the at the finish line of a track meet because she was suffocating herself with a mask on this is, but but the the entire focus is not nothing to do with the well-being of these kids in this country it's all about controlling their brains and it's and it's literally insane to the point to where if you've got a kid in public school i'm starting to get angry at the parents now bob to be honest yeah, with you i'm starting to get angry at the parents that, that are just continuing to yammer about it and then subjecting their kids to this either yank your kid out of the school if you're going to send your kids to schools you parents all should get together and say we're done and get together and send your entire uh, the entire school you know all all the grades without a mask and just that will control it there i'm gonna i'm gonna break with you now before we go uh take a break bob will be back with us on the other side of the break alan's holding on the phone he has a hero of the week hello alan okay hi andrea hi um, hey sorry i called during this segment but i was driving i just got home okay. you were talking about heroes and heroines yeah um we have a lady just down the street from us that spent most of her career as a hospice nurse and she'd just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And uh, mm. it's just, it's just very, it's a real tearjerker to me because, you know, that we haven't really had funerals for people that have passed away from COVID. Mm-mm. And here we have another one that's, you know, dedicated her life to helping people on their way out. So, yeah. you know, there are people like that. And, and uh, the plumber you talk to, my gosh, yeah, our plumber is just is a, a hero in my eyes too. It's like, they're so willing to get in there and do work for their customers, you know. Yeah. Seems like these, so. And yeah, and and we we need to appreciate them more and appreciate the people like uh, a hospice nurse. What they have to go through is so difficult and painful. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for this neighbor of yours and um and 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 I hope that uh, she gets the, a funeral and and uh, the respect and the love um, that she deserves. Yes, I hope so, too. And uh, thank you for doing that. Right. And we, there are a number of neighbors that really care about her. And I've even thought about going and asking her husband if he, she's having a good day sometime. A few of us neighbors just come down and sit out on the porch and, and yeah. visit, you know, so she yeah. feels like she's still in touch with reality. Well, uh, you know, that's that's a wonderful thing to do, Alan. And I and I thank you so much for calling in and sharing that story. All right. Okay, thank you, Andrew. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. And we've got Bob Walters. We'll stick around. He'll be with us on the other side. And then later on, we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week, 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Before we bring Bob Walters back in, we're suffering a nutrition, a dietary crisis. 
here on tonight's Andrea K Show because we have a new producer who's joining us tonight and he's so far without an identity. You know, it's like, you know, the, the cool thing today is to be identity fluid. So if, if you want to be fluid on your veggie choice, cool. But I want to introduce you to the listeners and you are fin- finish this sentence. Hi, my name is DJ. I'm not sure I want to be identified with you yet. I don't know you yet. <laughs> he doesn't want to be. So, he doesn't want to be my side dish. He doesn't want to be the side dish on my plate yet. Got it. Noted. Okay. You know what? Better people. Here, you know. Better people than you have, have refused to be associated with me. By the way, Bob I Walters kid. is. I kid. Bob I'll come Wal- up with a name sooner. Right. See. Okay. All right, Bob Walters is happy to be associated with me. He's on every Friday, so we're going to bring Bob back in. Hello, Bob Walters. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> well, next I was going to cover what's what also going on in a lot of the schools around the country. It's, right. They're they're eliminating the advanced and and gifted classes for students who are extra smart or try extra hard and have done outstanding because there are too many whites and too many Asians in that group. Therefore, they're eliminating them. Boston has just done it. Uh, they got rid of all the advanced classes. And uh, California seeks to get rid of all the advanced math classes because, again, too many Asians, too many whites. <laughs> Talk about being racist. Yeah, it's, and, it's not only racist, but, I mean, do they give an explanation behind this other than it's just too many whites and Asian kids in these classes? Well, they're saying that it, it hurts the feelings of, of those who can't make it to the gifted class. And uh, rather than do something to help those kids get more gumption and get more intelligent in doing what they need to do to get ahead in school and in life when they grow up. But here's uh, the thing, though. They don't focus on that. No. Well, but, but uh, you know, when I was in school, first of all, the kids in the AP math classes, uh, you know, I had I had one of those that actually helped me get through through. Um, I don't remember. Was it? I don't remember if it was Trig that I was suffering with. That's who tutored me. And he did it for free, by the way. OK, so he helped me get through. Um, the other thing is, is that when the, the smart kids were over in their AP classes, it didn't have anything to do with me. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't see them. It didn't have anything to do with the hour that yeah. I was in my classes, so it didn't affect me in any way. I never even thought about trying to be there. I just, you know, they they can go do their thing. I would do my thing. This is this is so ridiculous. And what right. it is is it's cultural Marxism. This is collectivism. This is about this is this is you know we were talking about trade schools and shop you know trades earlier. A lot of these unions, if you look at these trade unions, um, I've heard from people who work within them. Those are little Marxist societies. Everybody everybody has to do, uh, have the same level of achievement. They don't promote achievement. Everybody has to work at the same pace. Well, that's fine maybe in a union swinging a hammer, but in a classroom, why would you intentionally hold back somebody who wants to learn? Yeah, I agree. Uh, California is ending uh, advanced math classes because of that fear or that false uh, belief in their minds. Um, They want all students trained together and not separated by ability. 
Wow. Well, also, Bob, you know, I, I don't really know. I think I don't know if Bill Gates finished school. I know Steve Jobs, some of the, some of the biggest like minds, some of the greatest geniuses behind our innovation in, in America didn't finish college. Um, but they were brilliant. Um, yeah. Many, many, many did. It, it, those are some of our greatest innovators. And I'm wondering about whether or not that innovation would have happened. Would we have some of the technology we have today in America if we had done this historically yeah, if you if you dumb down what the gifted students can do and, and achieve we're, we're hurting our long-term growth in staying ahead of the world we really are yeah china's got to be happy as heck this process is going on absolutely yeah it's just uh, uh you know and, and it dawned on me that people that are short can't play basketball because they're not tall and they can't get to that 12-foot net how about we make the net six feet tall or five feet tall so that short people can play with the big, tall uh, basketball players today? That way, there's no discrimination. <laughs> right. I have a cousin who was a mathematical genius, and yeah. he was that at four, right? I was never going to be that person. That's just how he was wired. Kids, kids a genius, right? Yeah. I wasn't gifted that way. You know, we're not created equally. And to try to, to try to force equality on us, I think it was Solzhenitsyn. I read a quote the other day about Solzhenitsyn and he said, um, if you're, it, to be, if, if we're, we're all created differently and to be free means to not be equal and to be equal means to not be free. Correct. And, and trying to force everybody into one cylinder is just crazy. It's just, and it's going to hurt the country long term. And I'll tell you what, we've also been discovered that the teachers union, AFT, influenced CDC on school reopening. And they found proof of it in the exchange of emails. The goal was to stop reopening of classrooms. And they now have proof that this has been going on for months. There's nothing so- to do with kids transferring the disease or having any problem with the teachers getting sick from the students. No, it's because the Democratic Party uh, influenced CDC to not do it because the teachers union demanded they didn't want to get back to school. They are enjoying their one year vacation with full pay. Exactly. And you know what? Now, that's one of the reasons why I'm starting to get angry at parents, because we now have the proof and the evidence that there was never any data or, or science behind any of the school crap. So why do we still have any school that's 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 not open? Why do we have any school demanding a mask or any six foot distancing? And it's time for the parents to push back against these unions and say we're done. I agree. And you get to teachers union in California now pushing for more concessions. They want teachers with children to be given free child care and extra pay for themselves. This is after been, they've been resting for a year doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> after after the parents, many parents had to give up their jobs yeah. to sit at home with their kid because when everybody was under lockdown, nobody could get daycare. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's really pathetic. Yeah. Another interesting thing going on in Oregon Department of Education has noticed the increase in failing grades and that most of them affected blacks and Native Americans. So research showed them the traditional grading practices are inequitable and mathematically indefensible. I don't know what that means, but grading on the curve has to end and that's now forbidden and penalty for late work has to end. Plus recognize that homework can undermine accuracy Adding a score of zero for work that is late, missed, or incomplete doesn't accurately depict learning or grade proper 
procedures in the new program to make more equity. And they want the grade incomplete instead of D or F. Behavior, wow. attendance, and participation cannot affect their grades. So what affects the grades then? You just get to show I, up and you get what? Kids. I mean, by the time you grow up, you don't have to really work at all. Just well, that doesn't represent the workplace, does it? I mean, you run a successful business. Could you could you have run started and run a successful business if you didn't meet deadlines and you could just do whatever you wanted to do? I mean, would your customers have been okay with that? No, in, in, in the, the, in the end in, of your business. Yeah, that's yeah. the end of your business. That should be the end of your employment. But see, the, how that's going to extend out is these people are going to feel entitled to be that way at work. What do you mean? You're, what do you mean you're docking my pay because I showed up an hour late? Right? <laughs> Which millennials have a habit of doing. Right. Way. Oh, exactly. They're not, they're not on time anywhere. They, it, when, you're, when you're given a participation trophy and told you, you, don't, you don't have to, there's no consequences for your actions. You get to come and go however you want. You're entitled to just do whatever you want to do uh, in school and in their life growing up. That's what they're going to expect in the workplace. Yeah, it's pathetic. Really, it is. Yeah. Anyway, I want to urge all your listeners to think about getting involved with the School Choice Initiative, which is coming up in September. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of they're trying to line up the workers and and people that would be interested in helping okay. uh, pass the petitions and everything. And they should look up Schools Choice. Excuse, excuse me, California Schools Choice dot org. California all spelled out. Yeah, California spelled out schoolschoice.org. Schools, and you get all plural. the details about this new initiative, which is coming up in a couple of months. It's schoolspluralchoice.org? Yeah. All right, it is. got it. I'm going to put that on on Facebook and push that out. Okay. All right, dear friend, thank you so much for being here and for all you do. One of our listeners said that you were this week's Hero of the Week because of all you do. <laughs> well, so, I'm impressed. Thank uh, you. All right, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You too. All right, now stay tuned because we've got uh, our final segment for this week's Andrea K Show Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. And I got some stink right here in the studio with somebody that's refusing to be a side dish, refusing to be a veggie side dish. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Looking at my post earlier today on Facebook, I put it out there. Who's y'all's nominees for Here of the Week and Stink of the Week? Um, the majority gave uh, Here of the Week to Ron DeSantis in Florida. Yeah, he's doing some good work down there, DeSantis is, from his um, his voting integrity bills to his ending the emergency uh, excuse for the at every local level with the mandates. Um, he's just doing great work there. So I, I, I got to agree with that. A stink I'm seeing uh, the majority of people said that it was the first president to admit God from the National Day of Prayer. If you're going to talk on the National Day of Prayer, how do you how do you do that without talking about God? What did he do? Say Allah? Is that what he did? Or who, who are you praying to? A head of lettuce? Speaking of vegetables. You can shame me all you want. Anyway. You can um, shame me all you want. I'm, right. I'm going to come up with a name when I'm ready. Uh, uh-huh. You know what? <laughs> who, who thinks he's the host of the show here? It's the AK show, not the unnamed producer show. All right. Here's my uh, nominee for stink of the week. Um, did you guys hear that the United States Post Office has been spying on us? 
Do you hear that, DJ Potato Skins? Did you hear that, DJ No Name? They've been spying on us. It's called... The USPS. Let me tell you guys who, who don't know. I used to do mail and transportation studies. I, I used to kick out unions and take take over uh, corporate mail and distribution centers. The goal of the USPS at the time was that they deliver 82% of the mail on time. So these people that got that kind of uh, underachievement goal are spending their days. No wonder they're only delivering 80% of the mail on time because they're sitting around thinking of uh, spying on you. And reporting back to the government, it's called the Internet Covert Operations Program, and they're tracking inflammatory posts on Facebook, Parler, and other sites. There is not one level of our government that is not spying on you and doing it on social media. If you think Facebook and Twitter and Parler and the rest are free, you don't understand the price that you're paying on those sites. Um, another nominee for stink of the week is the fact, and I didn't get a chance to report on this earlier this week, but the Biden administration every year on Memorial Day, there is an AMVETS, which is the American Vets um, organization, and they have a rally every year on Memorial Day. I'm not sure what the rallying is for. Um, and every year there's a, a parking lot that's part of the U.S. government that lets them like, you know, join together and prep for for the rally and the Biden administration has denied them uh the permit to rally. So this is the first time in our history I talk about being anti-military. Um look, did you guys want to share something on the show there? Did you have a com- do you have a hero of the week and stink of the week talkie talkington? Oh, I'm just uh scheming good radio bits uh at your expense, so n- nothing to see here. Okay. Uh, but my hero of the week, I uh, Ron DeSantis all the way. He's been doing so much good work. Is Florida perfect? No, but DeSantis has definitely made some serious strides in the right direction. Uh, Stink of the week continues for me to be the GOP. Get it right. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned it because speaking of, they're they're so anti-military because uh, they're anti. Um, how do I put it? Um, they're they're seeking to use the military for their advantage. So the the Biden administration is not anti-military. They're anti-military being a force against evil around the world, and they're wanting to co-opt and politicize the military. That's why they're um, uh, instead of teaching them, how, you know, how to how to win a battle on the battlefield, they're actually doing all this indoctrination, critical race theory stuff within the military right now, so that they can use the military not as a force for for to fight um, enemies abroad but to fight what they consider to be domestic terrorists which is we crazy right-wing extremists and that brings me to my nominee for stink of the week because while they are refusing to allow uh, veterans who are pro-america have a rally in dc we find out that liz cheney do you guys remember back in january when all these former defense officials did this letter against trump in in January about how they were concerned that Trump was going to politicize the military. We find out today that Liz Cheney was behind that letter. Liz Cheney is an enemy of the United States of America. Liz Cheney is not just a never Trumper. Liz Cheney is a never America. Because if you understand what MAGA is about, America first and make America great again was about everything that these AMVETs are about. They wanted to do a rally and have done a rally on Memorial Day. It's about pro-America. It's about fighting the enemies of America instead of fighting Americans themselves. 
Hey, thanks for being here with us tonight. Thanks to my callers. Thanks to Bob Walters. Thanks to DJ Potato Skins. Thanks to DJ No Name. Love you all. Peace out. See you Monday, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time.